this we actually talk about how to actually get financial freedom uh because uh financial freedom is important so today we'll be looking at what financial freedom is uh what it means to retire early and why you should perhaps stay out of debt my name is Chibi Daniels. I'm a civil engineer, real estate developer, and I'm your host for tonight. So on the World Tax Series, uh, we have talked about how if you actually want to get wealthy, it's not just a function of saving rights or investing rights. It's a combination of many things. That's about uh, handling your personal finance. So we talked about if you want to get uh, wealthy, that's attaining financial freedom. Uh, you should have uh, multiple streams of income to ensure that uh, your cash flow is okay. You should do budgeting because budgeting is also part of uh, looking at the cash flow then knowing which ones are your permanent capital and your central capital uh we say apart from uh, actually doing budgeting you should have a retirement portfolio um you should stay out of debt pay your taxes uh make sure you have passive income make sure you have emergency savings and then at the end of the day you can actually achieve financial freedom which is uh being wealthy so uh, previously on this series, we looked at several ways in which you can generate passive income. We have three sections on that. And then we talked about uh, how you can actually look at budgeting. So today we're going to talk about retiring early. Retiring early. Why is uh, retiring early such a big deal and why everybody is talking about it? And then after talking about retiring early, uh, we will pivot around why everyone should try to stay out of debt um why everyone should try to stay out of debt uh okay uh it's going to be a very interactive one because we're going to learn a lot so we have two people online i'm just going to try to start the conversation uh that will just um make us know okay i think a lot of people are experiencing uh, network issues okay we have gloria gloria can you hear me loud and play gloria Hi, I can't really hear you clearly. Okay, can you hear me loud and clear now? Yeah, I can. Okay. So, uh, we have um, today we are discussing about retiring early. So, uh, since you're here, we just talk about it. So, do you want to retire early? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> okay, she said of course. Okay, uh, but the question is, uh, what do you picture in your mind is a uh, part of retiring early? A lot of people like the normal people when I ask this question, some say uh, their dream of retiring early is actually staying in the Bahamas. Some say their own is actually going to uh, the most expensive uh, beach you have in uh, Dubai. So when we talk about retiring early, I think it's just a bogus term. We want to bring it down to the uh, basics. So what uh, is a perfect ending for you and what would you start retiring early? Mm, I don't want to stay in the Bahamas or anywhere fancy i just want to be comfortable at the end of my retirement yeah. okay uh what do you mean by comfortable do you mean like having your own house do you mean like my living in your own apartment no uh, no what do you really mean my own house enough to cater my bills yeah okay and then uh let me just get a little bit further what do you consider uh an age where you say okay i retired early what at what age do you say okay i retired early 45 45 yeah all right um firstly uh before we go i want to understand when you actually comfortable at 45 retirement do you picture yourself doing any form of work 
If I'm with her, how will I be working? No, no, any form of work. Okay. All right, I'll, I'll finish that with you. Okay, you, you're not going to be working. Now, uh, there's a study that I have shown a lot of people uh, that actually actually succeeded in retiring very early. Uh, this is actually a lot of, uh, we have the people that actually uh, entered into big tech on time. The, uh, they actually succeeded, got lucky or by way of inheritance or something. So they actually retired early. But now one problem about retiring early is it actually gets boring. I know you are not there yet. Some people will say, let's get there first. It actually gets boring. So you still see those people uh, coming back to find uh, one kind of job to do or the other. They may say, okay, we are going to take out uh, the work of actually doing oh, yeah, yeah. or something, or actually just uh, doing uh, goodwill donations, or they just take away uh, a job or something. I so I think uh, from your statement, we are we actually getting what? We, we are correcting the first impression. Retiring early doesn't mean you don't have to work at all. Now, what is retiring early? Okay, I, I just want to read a statement that actually I love so much. It's actually by Naval. Naval is a, a, a angel uh, investor, entrepreneur, is a big guy. I know a lot of us know him. He actually said that retirement starts when you stop sacrificing, when you stop sacrificing uh, today for some promise tomorrow. Like when you stop sacrificing today for something you're promised tomorrow. Okay, I'll come back to this later. Now, the point of retirement is just about having options. It's not about um, stopping work. A lot of people are actually making the mistake of thinking, okay, uh, whenever I retire, that means I'm done with work. It's about having options. Now, what does I, what do I mean by having options? A typical uh, person that actually retires gets to a stage where he's not going to be paid anything. He's just going to be waiting for the pensions and any other things he can do. Then most of the times, people that don't actually manage the time they are working well, they even are forced back into level. Maybe they go through contracts, go back to the establishment they used to work before. Now they are employed uh, informally and still collect contracts and all that. So the concept of retiring early, because any person that actually goes through that route, the person has not really retired. Now the concept of retiring early is the one that you actually, when you are done, you can actually have uh, the option to like, you have the, the free will to choose. Now, if somebody actually attains financial freedom at a certain age, that he can actually choose any job that he wants, and uh, he's not sacrificing, I think I, I just read the statement, he's not sacrificing uh, today for a promise tomorrow. So he can actually choose, um, choose the good life he wants and then choose the type of work he wants. The person has actually retired. So retiring doesn't have to necessarily be when you have walked through a, a particular establishment for a very long time. And then they are not celebrating you that you are going out of service. No, I think that is a, a problem with the definition of retirement. And then when people hear retiring early, we just have to get the concept right because retiring early means you have actually attained financial freedom. So when we talk about one factor, we talk about managing your finances, all the things you are supposed to do to attain financial freedom. At any point you attain financial freedom, you are retired already. There's no more. Uh, there's, I'm not going to say there's no more work because we actually just went through that. There's still going to be work. They do not have the option to choose um, between what you want to work uh, for or what you want to choose. Okay, then uh, the second question, Gloria, I know you're still there, is if I offered to pay you some money today, I said, okay, I'm going to take 10% of whatever you make from your money in the next 30 years. 
how much will you be willing to uh, say sell it to me for? Gloria, are you there? Okay, I think we lost Gloria. Wow. We were having a meaningful conversation. Okay, Chimelika, I can hear you. Do you want to contribute anything to uh, what we're talking? We're talking about retiring early and we are still pivoting around debt. Why you should stay out of debt and any other thing. Uh, Chimelika, I can actually see you. Chimwe. Okay, Chimike, I'm actually pronouncing this wrong. Chimike, good evening. How are you doing? I'm fine. Good evening. Okay, uh, let me just direct this question to you. If I offered to, uh, I'm actually going to uh, pay you any amount you want so that I can take 10% of whatever you are going to make in the next 30 years. How much will you allow me to uh, pay for that? Uh, just $10 million, I'll be okay. Okay, $10 million. Yes. So you are very sure that by, by $10 million, by that there will be no cause of conflict in the next 30 years that $10 million will not come back sometime and say, okay, this, no. this arrangement is not good at all. <laughs> No, no, it's a question actually. Uh, are you sure that by the next 30 years, remember it's 30 years that we are talking about, we are in 2021. By the time our contract is going to expire, it's going to be 2051. So you are 100% sure by 2051, you are actually paying uh, $10 million. That means no matter anything you make, I'm taking 10% of it without any question before you even pay your tax. I just take my own 10%. So, uh, yes, yes. Do you agree that you are going to? Okay, now I think yes. that's a very, you, you answered very hastily, and uh, it's something you should think about. Now, the question, the thing I want to talk about today is why you are even supposed to stay out of debt. We're talking about retiring early and staying out of debt. So, now the problem with you agreeing to that arrangement is you can actually discover much later that that arrangement may be very bad. Now, a lot of people that discover, let's say, Mark Zuckerberg, before he actually uh, found Facebook, that is actually what video today. If you met him earlier and told him, okay, this is what's going to happen, he doesn't know he's going to be a billionaire. But a lot of people will not actually agree to that arrangement. Because personally, what you actually have as a person that is greater than buying stocks, greater than saving money in the bank, greater than any crypto that you get is the power of your earnings. You have the power to earn money. And you don't know how tomorrow is going to be. Something can happen. You can even be the president of Nigeria tomorrow. It's just funny. You are not even in the political sphere yet. But just tomorrow, you are not the president. You are earning the billions of naira. So, when you actually incur debt, you are just selling part of your future away because your earning potential. There's nothing that normally reduces your earning potential more than when you are indebted. Like if I buy ten percent of what you are going to earn in the future, uh, you have actually just sold part of those potential to me. That means. If you're actually trying to express it mathematically, in the future, if you sold 10% to me, in the future, the earning potential you have that we are talking about today and the one we're talking about maybe 10 years into that time, is it going to be the same thing knowing that you have sold 10% to me? Timmy, is a question. Are you still there? Okay, Timmy, okay. Yeah, I'm still here. I'm still here. I'm listening. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm listening. Asking. Yeah. You know, you have the potential that we that's undisclosed. You don't know what's going to happen, but that potential by by ten years time, now that we have signed a ten uh, ten percent agreement, is the potential still the same thing? Knowing that anything you get, I'm taking away ten percent automatically. 
no you know your your question said if i have a business not that is um you're not referring to me as the business i'm not talking referring about the business to... i'm talking about you not the business you and you've already agreed you didn't even know what i was saying you already agreed <laughs> i said you it's not about the business it's you everything about okay. you anything you earn if you earn one couple today even if somebody is actually you one couple and i can't say any I'll just take my 10%. That's ah, the agreement. No, no. If, if it's about me, no amount of percentage. No, I will not agree to anything like that. I okay, will not I agree. This is a more favorable answer. Now, but just picture, like, let's just play along and, uh, like we agreed. Now, the, the problem with agreeing with that kind of arrangement is the same thing is, uh, when you get indebted. This is why if you're a retail investor, you're actually supposed to find smart ways to stay out of debt as a person, as an individual. Because debt is actually going to slow down. Uh, it's like you're giving away part of your earnings potential for a, a future you don't know anything about. You are just thinking, okay, I don't know about this. The best thing you can actually do is anything you want to do, budget yourself, stay in cash. Make sure you pay in cash. Make sure that most of the things you do is in cash. Last time we had a little talk about this. We had a little talk around credit cards. Uh, I was still quote Warren Buffett on this. Credit cards are best for the people that are not supposed to be using it. If you really need credit cards, then you are not supposed to take one because at the end of the day, the percentages that you're going to pay uh, and every other thing is going to just reduce your earnings potential. Remember, your earnings potential is uh, when you're getting money and you have to pay off that money to something. That means the earning potential is reduced. So as a retail investor, one thing you have to make sure is that you are staying uh, out of debt. Now, I, I even said something much earlier that when you're in debt, the thing we normally call for more, Form of like fear of missing out is actually likely to catch up with you when you are in debt because your potential is reduced and you are just doing everything to catch up with your original self. Uh, imagine you have a, I just gave you the 10 million and then you know you are giving me 10%. Even if you make a little money, you can actually get greedy in the market and say, ah, this money I made, what would I do with it? Knowing that uh, Mr. Daniels, Mr. Chibi Daniels is going to take the 10% of it. Why don't I just make another move and then? then that's the way greed comes in and that's where you get formal. So it's important that you just stay in cash and stay out of debt. Now, there's something called debt financing, which big entities and big people use, like people that have a lot of money. Um, really, that's not what I'm not talking about today because there's a way you move around debt financing and use it to your own advantage. But today we are concentrating on debt as a concept of reducing your potential of, uh, potential of earnings. And then we are saying uh, if you can actually avoid debt, Good. Then the next thing is about paying your debts. Okay, let me just uh, start this with a question too. Mr. Chimiki, if you are in debt, what percentage of the money you earn do you think is best to save to actually clear your debt? Or do you think you should not even have like a strategy, just pay it as it comes? Well, I'll be doing 20% to pay it off gradually. Okay, 20%. Now, the, the important thing about the whole, uh, your answer is not even yeah. about 20 or 10%. It's about having a strategy. Because if you're in debt, most uh, budgeting you're supposed to do should be uh, actually geared or actually end at uh, clearing your debt first. Clearing your debt. Because this is something that's going to reduce your energy. You are just like a half man when you're in debt. Because even the potential you are supposed to be, the place that you saw in the future, you like you saw one stock, that stock is actually a million dollar stock. And then you just use your money and bought it. The thing is going to give to every other person. It's not going to give it 
to you because actually when we just balance your 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 everything about your life and add numbers together it's leaking from somewhere so the people that actually give out this uh they just tell you oh you want to collect a loan or uh, let me just give you related to me you know what they're doing you understand that sometimes the potentials actually out uh is better than uh, whatever they actually you actually think you're making now so they prefer that you actually uh get get uh get a loan from them or something so we normally tell retail investors don't ever uh use don't ever use uh, the money you borrow from someone to invest in the market number one is because of volatility you know the volatility is too much and then there can still be market volatility by the time they're thinking of uh, paying apple ipo i think that was 1987 i don't know i i don't have this there but i hope i'm right 10 years later after apple apple actually ipo if you are holding and both doing IP, you will actually be on the negative 10 years after. So some of these things don't just happen as magic. So if you actually borrow to actually invest, and let me say, you said, okay, I'm going to give a uh, 10%, um, I'm going to just buy and uh, take this loan for five years. And then at the end of five years, I'll give back. And you say, okay, I'm buying Apple, very serious company. Why wouldn't they give me back? Uh, why wouldn't they just produce something back so I can return this money? You can just be into a very big disappointment. So it's necessary to use your own money, not borrowed money, to actually invest in the market. Because when you invest with borrowed money, not only that volatility can actually deny you everything, your behavior. Now, this is something we want to uh, want to concentrate on and just talk on for a minute. Now, a lot of people just talk about losing money in the market without talking about losing your mind. And we put so much emphasis on, ah, you've lost money, without talking about losing your mind. You know, when you lose your mind, you have actually lost more than losing money. Because when you lose your mind, that's your spirit and soul is not to get again. You have actually lost everything. The money that you lose is not even any essence. But if you actually lose a little money or even much money, and then you can actually stomach it or your mind is not lost, the chances of you making that money back to one way or the other is even higher. Now, what happens when you borrow money to actually invest it? You lose your mind. Any little volatility, you lose your mind. It actually makes you very fragile to the market. So that's why we discourage it by all means. And that can even affect the, the retiring early. If you are much indebted, student loans or anything, you are much indebted uh, during the course of your earnings, your peak earnings uh, ages and uh, in your career life, we discover that you may never get to the age of actually retiring. A lot of people, you are indebted you work for 40 years, you work for 20 years, and you end up retiring. But you are still indebted. Okay, Chimi, can let me just ask this one. Somebody that actually retired, but is still in debt, has the person retired? Okay, Chimi, can you stay there? Yes, I'm here. Yeah, did you get the question? No, no, I didn't hear it. There was a network. Uh break okay the question is if someone is actually has retired Hello? from uh, active service if someone has retired but the person is still in debt has the person actually retired not a chance no no way okay uh i think that explains what we are talking about because true retirement actually comes with financial freedom when you get to the part where you actually attain have yeah. wealth uh, that's when you actually say i've retired if you are retiring and then you are still indebted let's say we have that our deal 30 years and let's say you retire just 20 years uh, from today that we are talking about 
Remember, you are still going to be paying me 10% uh, of whatever you earn for the next 10 years. You can't call that retirement because you're actually indebted to me. Unless you find a way to just pay me out and say, ah, gross, that 10 million you gave me, I don't think it's worth it again. Let me just pay you this, uh, 50 million to cancel our deal. As far as I'm still, you're still owing me uh, in one kind or the other. You cannot actually boast of retirement because retirement comes at a point where you are not, uh, you're not sacrificing anything. You just, you just have that point where everything is uh, like okay with you. So, uh, let me just go around what I have below here. Chinike, what's your own uh, idea of retirement? Where do you want to be when you retire? Uh, I want to cross my leg every morning and be browsing through the news websites and sipping one glass of uh, smoothie. <laughs> then after that, after that, I take a walk. I take a walk for like uh, half an hour. Uh, come back. Okay, and do whatever okay, I like yeah, to do without being under any pressure yeah, well, at all. That's good. Okay. Uh, but would you like to be working after you retire? Not a chance. No. I can only work or maybe out of a uh, passion. Not that I need to work. Okay. I, I'll get back to you. Maybe maybe I'll maybe uh, maybe I'll look for one one institution and become a lecturer there just to unwind and transfer some knowledge. That's all. Okay, let's see if Ike is available. Let's just get his own opinion too. Ike is listening. Ike, uh, can you talk to us? Are you there? Okay, I don't think Ike is here. So we just move on. No, I, I think uh, you pointed out something good. The truth is uh, a lot of people that retired, I was just talking to Gloria about this much earlier. A lot of people that retired very early, like they made a lot of, they made a lot of money, they said, okay, I'm not working again. You know about the, the guy that actually found TikTok. He actually just woke up one morning and said he's retiring, that he just wants to spend his time sleeping and daydreaming. That's like he has made it. Now, something we discovered about people that retire is at the end of the day, they just find one way to uh, start working again. Because the truth is, human beings, we are programmed to do something. So if you can, if you're not doing that, you actually get bored much faster. So due to the fact they just worked all their way to actually getting a uh, financial freedom, they actually work. The truth is what this really gives them is it gives them uh, options. It gives them options. Like I think you actually mentioned that too. Now what it gives them is options. Now instead of them actually doing what they are, now just picture what we had, the transaction we had earlier. If you are just owing me to that 10%, you will just be worried on how to pay me that 10%. Maybe let's just say the 10% actually included a clause that your earnings must not fall below hundred dollars every year. I'm paying you ten million now, uh, and you are going to give me ten percent of uh, whatever you earn, and then your earnings may not fall must not fall lower than hundred dollars every year. So that every year I'm going to take ten dollars. That means even if you retire just in the first five years, you still be worried of how do I make this kind of money, and then so that I, I will meet up with our, our arrangements. So. That just oh, Timmy K is even actually gone. Wow, what's that of doing to us today? So it's important. Okay, he's back. It's important that uh, you actually stay out of debt. And then when it comes to retirement, retirement is just about getting financial freedom. And remember the things we mentioned: financial freedom is not just about investing, right? Not just about saving, right? It's a combination of many things. We said if you can actually have a positive cash flow, that's having multiple streams of income. Uh, have uh, have a 
uh, an emergency phone where you can actually say, okay, this is my emergency phone, and then you can actually say, okay, this is my permanent capital. That's you do your budget budgeting properly, and then if you can actually uh, have a retirement portfolio, you stay out of debt. Uh, you make sure that you are paying your taxes, that there is a very high chance that you actually get to the point of our financial independence. So, uh, Chinik, I don't know if you got my answer. I think you just, you went off for a minute. Did you get uh, what I just uh, talked about finally? Sorry, I took a call. I just came back on. Uh... Okay, so what I'm saying in essence is uh, retirement. I think that's why I'll just drop the curtain and then see if you can actually get any other opinion from any other person. Retirement is not about uh, an age or a particular time. It's about having options. It's about financial freedom. Somebody can be actually 19 years old and still retire. So it's not about not working again. It's about having the option to choose what you want to do. And then debt actually reduces your behavior. It actually uh, messes up your behavioral pattern when you're investing and saving. It actually is detrimental to your uh, aim of trying to retire early. That's debt. So uh, these are the two main things we've talked about today. Okay, uh, I don't know, do you have anything you want to add about uh, debt? Have you ever borrowed money to invest? And what do you think about debt in general? I think we've just said what we want to uh, set as a premise. Okay, um, actually debt is not um, always bad. There are times when yeah, you, 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 you come across yeah you come across a once in a lifetime opportunity and you need to borrow in fact dangote mm -hmm. still owes okay. some money yeah, no, that, that, you know that that's the point i made there's something called debt financing and then i said about big celebrities big companies and big shops actually doing it and then there's a way the money this thing i, I actually invited against to actually teach us debt financing that uh for some inconveniences uh the, the guests couldn't make it um, so I'm not going to dive into debt financing. Debt financing is different from debt by a retail investor like you and I. So if that person was a retail investor, I'm sure he will not borrow a penny. When you are debt financing, you have to have a kind of, uh, there's a kind of uh, credibility and some other things that is attached to you that you know that, okay, this is how you manipulate it. It's a whole new issue in general. So when we say debt is not bad, no, debt is bad. Debt financing, on the other hand, is not bad. I hope you understand that clearly. Yeah, I understand that. But, but my, my point is, even as an individual, maybe you live in a neighborhood where um, things are expensive. I mean, uh, houses, for example. And you now notice oh, that you, someone who is distressed, the next, next door neighbor. example I want to give you. Let me interrupt you for a minute. Most of these guys actually okay. borrow that money that you see they are borrowing the money. But for debt financing, the money they borrow, they don't actually, they, they actually don't need it. Now understand what I mean by they actually don't need it. If uh, we, we are pointing a gun, a gun to their head and say, no, you are not going to use this debt financing to actually do this, find another way. They actually have the money. Now, why do you use debt financing? There are some laws in the land, mortgage laws and some other things that actually encourages them that when they borrow, they can actually find a way to finance their company or any other thing while actually balancing it out. Now, this is why I told you if Dangote today was actually a, a retail investor, you know, because the debt you are talking about now, you're telling me that is good on the part of the people that are borrowing actually need the money. If you are going to borrow and you need the money, you shouldn't borrow. Yes, but, but there are times when you, you're, not a, you're not a businessman, for example, and you find an opportunity, maybe a property worth 100 million, 
and someone who is distressed wants to sell it for 20 million and you feel like you have maybe like 10 and you have someone who can borrow that 10 by all means go into it and grab it okay you are not talking about okay we are not moving into real estate okay we, we already started with uh, something like uh, uh financial market okay let's just stick with let's leave real estate let's come back to because what you are talking about i'm actually a relator and i know where the volatility can come in there but let me not talk about that because I have a lot of experiences and some things happened to me recently. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's just switch to let's focus on the uh, on the stock market. Let's say you say uh, you have a one in a million chance opportunity. You saw a stock that is actually so low, and uh, you think it's a wonderful opportunity. So, are you saying in essence that someone should say, ah, this is a billion dollar opportunity. Let me go and borrow money from my mom or my kitchen so that I invest in this when the money comes back. Is that what you're saying? No. No, for stock, I would never encourage borrowing. When you talk about when you talk about life too, as I told you, I'm, I'm a I'm a really relator. I think that was just two months ago. There was a property I bought. Everything was solid. Everything was okay. And then suddenly, uh, I don't know how they just said it. Government just took over the land. I just came because I erected a kind of a fence around the structure, and I was like, okay, you know, waiting for them to start work and all that. And the government just came and bulldozed the whole land. And at a point, they told everybody that owned the land yet, they should just start coming to get compensation. And then the compensation, they are not going to give us a little piece of land somewhere else. This is volatility in real estate happening before my own eyes because this is like buying a property to a value. I'm not getting a little property elsewhere for less value and all that. This is what happens when you buy a stock and it goes down. So it still applies in the real estate world. So whenever you relate to this, just this, like this in fact, I said, it what, happened uh, to me last Buffett, last month Buffett, as well. Okay, you are getting the point now. What Sorry Buffett said about uh, credit cards? You know what credit cards? I don't know. We don't make use of them much in Nigeria. Uh, most advanced countries do make use of credit cards. They are just allow you to spend. Then after you pay for what you have spent. Now, when Buffett says something, and I agree hundred percent, if you actually need to make use of a credit card, you are not supposed to be using it. Credit card is best for the people that are not supposed to be making use of it. So they are just using it as a form of a privilege or entertainment. But if you really need the credit card, that means when you are making use of that money, you don't have it, the money has to come back and then balance. That's just like you are borrowing money. Then you are not supposed to be borrowing. As I said, I'll say it again. If you actually call, like Matuzaburg, I think the house he bought five years ago or four years ago, when when very big uh, gigantic mansion, he actually borrowed to buy the house. Now the question is, could Mazukabok actually buy that house without borrowing? 100% he would. He can actually do that. But why did yeah. he do that? Because yeah, probably. There are laws in place that actually, uh, mortgage laws that actually, if you actually consider borrowing, you can find a way to place smart around it. You can avoid taxes and all that. And that is the concept of debt financing. Debt financing is beautiful. Debt financing is okay. But debt in itself is not okay. So no matter how you see it, if you see opportunity, remember what I said about uh, the messing of your mind. It's not just about losing the money. You can actually lose your mind because when something about this happens and they borrowed money, you borrowed money to just buy a piece of land, buy a stock or anything, and something just goes wrong. It's not about losing the money. It's about losing your mind. When you lose your mind, losing the money is just a little bit compared to losing your mind. Losing your mind is the adult going to debt. So I hope you understand that concept. Let okay. me let me just make a comment here, around here. You know. Okay, wait. wait. Let me just see if uh, Hosea is, uh, I can see Hosea. 
What's that? Good evening. How are you doing? Okay, I can see him. I don't know. You guys are not. Uh, I can I think they are just. Okay, he's responding. Good evening. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Are you? I'm okay. Uh, today we are discussing. Uh, we are discussing how to retire. Earlier. We are discussing debt. I don't know if you've been listening to the discussion between me and uh. Okay. I think he just left again. Yes, I have. And uh, I actually understand the point of view from where both of you are coming from. Uh, frankly, just like you said, debt is, is something that as much as we can avoid, we should. Because like you said, if it's not debt financing for a project, then like the Nigerian state that is just debt financing for salaries and that debt is not really bringing in any value per se, yes. then it's it's kind of putting whoever is taking it in a bit. In fact, for me, I see, yes, I see debt like a double expenses. Yeah. Because you, you borrow to pay and when the money comes, you take you pay it again out to whoever you've collected from. You know what? Uh, my only, uh, my only sadness is actually Team Week. Uh, Team Week. The guy I was discussing with, I don't know. Or uh, he just left. Now that you are speaking, because I actually tried to explain to him that. Uh, uh, because I explained to him with a story. Uh, about earnings potentials, and what what happens when you are indebted is it reduces your earning potential. And I agree with, because it just tallies with what you said. It's not like you are paying twice. That means if I was supposed to make uh one thousand dollars. And uh, something I'm supposed to pay for maybe fifty dollars due to the fact that I'm just using debt. I'm not going to pay fifty and fifty again. You just tell us yeah. because it's not really when I've paid fifty and fifty. My earnings potential has actually just reduced. It's just Frankly. a beautiful tally between what I was telling him and uh, what you're saying now. Yes, yes, yes. So it, 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 it just as you said, it did. If as much as we can, uh, one just have to. Particularly, just as I say, if it is not for finance in a project that is worthwhile then it's just yeah as good where as you can not from the taxes because something yeah. about debt financing there is always a law there's always a tax law or a mortgage law that when you consider it you know that you can actually play a fast one <laughs> and use debt financing to actually make much more so that's why debt financing is a difficult thing but debt in itself is not actually nice mm, mm, mm. very correct yeah, so I don't know. I I, I wish uh I wish uh Chimike was still here and you could understand this. I'll definitely try to tag him so I also I also see some point of where he is coming from. The only thing I, I understand would... him and, and I didn't want to encourage him from that angle because he's still okay, going okay, to the direction okay. where we are trying to avoid. Yeah. He was trying yes. to say hey, you can score something, but as a person you can but we are trying to discourage it as, as much as possible. We are trying to encourage as much, as much as possible because this is a point. If you know that something is not so right, this is like when we tell people don't form up. It doesn't mean that there's no time that someone may form up, but we are encouraging discouraging it as right yeah. so that you don't even get the idea. Yes. So that's what yes. I was saying. I was discouraging the death idea as rightly. Because if there was okay, a okay. way, because I don't want even if there has to be a death, uh death has to enter into your options. It has to be outside the list. I'm not even going to say bottom of the list. It has to be outside mm. the list. That's like you checked all the options. It's not even in the options. So it's outside the list. So we have uh checking, making sure your earnings, uh, when you get your earnings, you're not spending your earnings, doing proper budgeting, making sure you have multiple streams of income. 
you can actually follow all these processes, the chances of you actually falling into debt. Now, remember we said even multiple streams of income, that is just cash flow. Now, the, the chances of you actually falling into debt when you abide by some of these rules is uh, very low. Now, let's mm -hmm. get into what you're talking about. Now, a lot of people have actually met me earlier and say, okay, can I borrow, can I borrow to start my business? Can I borrow to start my business? Now, as an entrepreneur, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes you have to borrow. Now, because a lot of people don't have money to start these businesses. Now, a lot of people meet, meet me, uh, they say, okay, we know you have a lot of these kind of small businesses and I don't have money. I just want to start one. What do I do? What I tell them is, uh, if you can find a way not to borrow to start your business, find a way. And then I just say, oh, I've done everything. I've gone to heaven and came back. There's no way I can start this business start borrowing. I tell them, did you actually try to meet with your family members? Did you like try to meet? Because there's always something called family. The last thing mm. I normally discourage is uh, the people that actually want to borrow from financial institutions to start a business. Like you are going to be indebted to those people. Is it better yes. to be indebted to that? Uh, family member because now when you're talking about the percentages the percentages that the bank is giving you financial institutions are giving you they are not making a fair deal there's no fair deal there they have actually sat down calculated it mm -hmm. when you come you, you already give you a paper that the percentages are typed out they didn't have yeah. in mind when they were typing out the percentages they had themselves in mind so that's not a fair deal you, you are just desperate you want to open a because come on you meet a lot of people tell you they want to open a computer center somewhere in maybe Asokuro, they want to open a, a shawarma joint in my time. When they want to do that, they are not even thinking about the people they want to collect this money from. What I normally tell them is, don't go to these financial institutions. By every way, if you can raise your money, good. If you can't raise your money and you need to borrow, go to your family. Go to your friends mm. and your family. That way, you are actually getting a better deal. Why are you getting a better deal? They are not going to be giving you something that they have typed out already. If you meet a friend and the person has a... A, a page, a template already of, for you to come and borrow. When you say, I want to borrow 100k, he brings out the page. Every percentage is already typed out. I've got that kind of friend. That friend is a financial institution. <laughs> so that's, um, that's not a nice one. So you are supposed to like discuss this thing and actually get a fair day so that uh -huh. you don't reduce your earnings potential because banks yeah. actually end this thing in a way that at the end of the day, and that's the same thing with the credit card because at the end of the day, you discover that even though it looked like it was a good deal at the beginning stage, when you consider paying, it's just exactly what you described it perfectly. You discover that you're actually paying not even twice, you're paying like thrice. So it's not a, a very fantastic one. We, this, I just want to say uh, borrowing or getting into debt should be not in the list. Even if it had to come in the list, not the financial institutions, it should be around uh, the community. There's a lot of communities. Let it be from the community, someone that actually has your has like a bank, a bank doesn't have you in mind. Forget the people that normally smile when you come, the customer service is smiling. They are saying, Welcome, mm. sir. You are our number one service customer, and use all the other slogans. They actually looking for a way to bury you. So, but when you have a, a loan or you are borrowing, you are indebted to your family. We are already indebted to our family naturally because definitely we are indebted to them. We actually owe them a lot. And then when you are indebted to them financially, there is that kind of understanding. There's no understanding between the financial institutions. I just hope you understand that. And you understand why no, I didn't agree with anything about borrowing. Uh, because yes, yes. It should not be on, I didn't say it's last on the list. It shouldn't be on the list. But the in list, case something, something happens and then you just jump outside the list and you are looking for somewhere, it shouldn't just be the financial institutions. So as a retail okay. investor, it's something we should avoid the most. I don't know. I'm mm. going to try to negotiate with the person that's supposed to teach us debt financing. 
Uh, something happened. This is supposed to happen even last week, but uh, I couldn't arrange, uh, finish up my arrangements with him. I, I was actually the one, uh, because I had some emergency. I was actually the one that actually called off the meeting. Last week, we didn't have any Saturday section. Uh, but I'm going to try to uh, negotiate with the guy to come back again, because debt financing is actually important. And I think a lot of people should understand it. But with QLEK, and at the level we are discussing, and every other person here, debt is not in the option. You should just make sure you stay uh, cash positive. That's why normally, a lot of people, when uh, they come to ask me about investing in the stock market, Cash flow is actually number one thing when you talk about investing and trading. You are supposed to have a lot of cash. When you talk about dollar cost averaging, have multiple streams of income, have a business, have a steady salary so that you put a little today, tomorrow you put a little more. I just tell people, if you cannot actually have that going with you, create a moonshot portfolio and then when you hustle, you are having a gig because you are not like, you don't have passive income. It's not steady. What you have is a gig. Just when you get that income, throw it into the moonshot and forget it there. That is, uh, or you even actually just throw it into an ETF because the only place that actually encourages uh, passive investing. Passive investing is not a thing. It's only a, a cause when you actually invest in ETFs. That means you just take that money, put it in an, into an ETF and just forget it. And when I mean forget it, you may not even be putting anything there. It's just almost like a moonshot. But when you want to borrow money from somebody and start investing in the market, that's actually detrimental because at the end of the day, you'll be losing out on many ends. So I'm hoping by next week we can actually learn about uh, debt financing. I don't know, uh, Jose, do you want to add any other thing? Because I really, uh, I think this is a very good topic. I think you've, you've said it all. You've said it all. That's just it. As you going to, just like you say, going to the bank, the bank does not have you at heart. The, the interest, every condition has been stated up initial when they started the institution. But for family, you always have a very your debugging will always be for you most likely yeah. okay we also talked about retirement i don't know if we can actually talk about i told uh I, without uh, further ado let's just have a chat maybe a minute about retirement i discussed with uh both gloria uh, with team ek2 about retirement i said okay when you i the question i asked okay let me just direct that question to you i asked them a question that if i'm actually owing someone or uh, one uh okay let me know guys one million five hundred thousand dollars and today i'm retiring from active service i'm done with everything i'm doing i'm going home am i actually retiring uh, and you're still owing right yes well, you 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 i don't know how i put it maybe you are retiring from from the active service per se you are retiring from the institutions that are probably taking you on but I think I heard some of what you were saying. Uh, retiring early doesn't mean I should become idle. Doesn't yeah. mean I should just sit at home. In fact, I dread that state where yeah, I'm just exactly. at home not doing anything. I don't think that is really retiring Retiring in the sense. Then not to talk of the early part. Retiring just yeah. means that, just as you said, you are at liberty to do whatever you are liberty to go into whatever venture you want to go to you are liberty to and for you to do those things you have to finance them you want to yeah. go into a business venture you want to take a trip you want to take a vacation you just have to finance them and if there is no inflow as you're saying it then you can't take those activities you can't embark on those ventures so frankly retirement is not uh, is, in the military they say retired but not tired you understand yeah. 
So I, 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 I agree with your point. It has to do with making sure every other options is at your fingertip. You just decide which you want to activate at any point in time. Okay, let me go back to the question again. Is if I'm going, if you are owing 500k, can we even say that you've retired? I'm owing 500k. Yeah, $500,000. Uh, yes. <laughs> How will I retire when I've not paid? Okay, so, okay. I think you actually get the point. But I was struggling to get this across to Chimi uh, before he left. Because uh, now when you've not paid and you have a timeline, do you really have that option? Because you actually talked about having that option. You choose what you want to do. Will you have the option of choosing what you want to do? Or will you just hop onto anything because you are still in debt there? You, you 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 still have a target you you don't have a point. yeah so we can actually agree on uh, something that uh actually being in debt in debt as actually uh being in debt reduces your potential of retiring early can we agree on this yes 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 i agree i agree right. absolutely uh, i think this, uh, i don't know i think this is your first time on this program right uh, this my first active time. Yeah, I was in yesterday, but just almost at the closing. So I didn't get, I know you said you would talk about retirement and this thing today. So I just came in very briefly yesterday and it was at the closing point. So this is my first, right. let me call it first active. Yeah, all right. I should be bringing a bell for you. I'm not where I'm going to purchase a bell. <laughs> so I do hope you join us every day. Normally, we have this section every day. By the time the market is almost rounding up, because 8 o'clock, we are already seeing, by 8 o'clock, you already know where the market is going to end. Uh, there's no rally. If the market yeah. just did fall, you hardly, you hardly see one hour rally from 8 o'clock to 9 o'clock to actually get it back. So uh, we normally talk about how the market is going. Then we talk about things. We talk about how you are not supposed to lose money and how you can double your money and all that. But on Saturdays, we normally talk about wealth hack theories. What happens is where we talk about getting wealthy. We talk about really getting wealthy. Uh, the, the premise around the wealth factor is that if you actually want to get healthy, it's not about uh, just exercising. It's not about sleeping. It's not about just uh, just uh, doing one thing or the other. It's a combination of many things. You have to sleep well, eat well, exercise well. Uh, so that's, that's the same thing around when it comes to uh, finances. If you actually want to get wealthy. And when we talk about wealthy, we are not talking about, I think we can talk about Say it's financial uh, freedom. We can say it's uh, retirement. If you actually want to get that retirement, it's a, a combination of many things. You have to have uh, multiple streams of income. You have to have emergency savings. You have to have a retirement portfolio. You have to do your budgeting right. You have to just maintain a positive uh, cash flow. You have to stay out of debt. Make sure you are paying your taxes. So it's just a combination of all these things that's actually going to get you wealthy. So that's what we normally talk about on Saturdays. And I'm hoping you can join us every other day, especially on Saturdays, too. Thank you so much for your contribution, Jose. Thank you. All right. Uh, I think this is where we wrap the cutting for today. Uh, if you want to hear the recap of this particular edition, just uh, go to Anchor FM, Spotify, or Google Podcast, type in the World Hackers, and you, will, uh, you can actually have a listing of what we discussed today. And then uh, remember to follow us on all social media handles, the World Hackers. Uh, then we'll be having a deep dive. I don't know. Okay, the deep dive will be provided for you guys on the platform tomorrow. Uh, so uh, just stay tuned on all platforms. We're actually providing premium content. I want to thank all of you once again. My name is Jovi Daniels. I'm a civil engineer, real estate developer, and I'm a business owner. 
So uh, do enjoy your Saturday night. Good night. Have a lovely, lovely night.